we the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Who am I kidding? This country's a mess, and the right views need to be voiced. Welcome to Love, Liberty, and Lip Gloss. I'm your host, Donna Lyons, and here we will find love, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Love, Liberty, and Lip Gloss, where we bring you the truth and stop the false narratives that run rampant in our country, as well as many dishonest news platforms and certain social media groups. I'm your host, Donna Lyons, and today, along with my co-host, Jonathan Martin. And I want to thank our listeners around the globe. Every week, our audience just keeps growing. We are in so many countries. I can't, I, it's hard to keep track on, you know, in every country that we're in, but I want to thank all of you for listening to Lions Radio Network and sharing our platforms and sharing our, our you know, inspiration to help other people and bring goodness to the world and entertainment. So thank you so much. I love you guys, all of you, so very much. And today I have just the best guy on Jonathan Martin, for those of you that don't know him, he is the CEO of Creative Artists Entertainment Group. He books entertainment and produces shows uh, at festivals all around the United States, and he helps musical artists with their carriers. He's been in the music industry for over 40 years, and he's had the chance to work with some pretty cool people, and like Motley Crue, Nickelback, Peter Frampton, I mean, he's really a big deal. So I am, like, so excited to have him on. Um, he's also an innovator of custom airbrushed cowboy hats that he designed. And he's, like, big celebrities have bought his hats, like Brett Michaels and Brooks and Dunn. And the list is, like, huge. But we're going to talk to him about all that. But I think the thing I love the best about him is that he's a proud patriot. Uh, he loves his country and his freedom, and he supports our military and firefighters and police departments. And he believes that as Americans, we need to protect our families by any means and stand by the American flag to defend our country that God gave us in the land that his grandfather and everyone else's grandfathers helped to build. And I want to welcome to the show. Welcome, Jonathan. Hey. Thanks you know, for coming it, on. it's the first time... It's the first time someone's actually uh, talked about me, and my my palms are sweating. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like people I, a, you have like the best heart in the best right now. <laughs> My armpits are sweating. My hands are sweating. I'm a wreck. I'm sitting over going. I don't know if I need a whiskey at noontime or if I need coffee. What do I need? <laughs> And I don't oh, drink, so I was like, Christ, I'm, I, I don't drink alcohol, so I'm like, damn, I need a whiskey. I was like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my anyway, God. It's like uh, we were just talking about earlier, before we came on the show, we were chatting a bit uh, before we go live, and I was telling you that there was somebody that interviewed me recently, and I was so uncomfortable. I didn't even want to do it. 
because I hate talking about myself or somebody like he went through this whole spiel about introducing me. And I was like, wow, I, he makes me sound really good, but I don't feel like that. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I get you. I get you. So tell you us a little bit about. Into all these things. You started rolling into all these things, and I'm going, I, I did that? Did I do that? I did that. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Did, it, did, I meet the, did I meet him? Yeah, I did. Oh, shit, I did, didn't I? Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about um, Creative Artists Entertainment Group. What is it? And just tell the listeners a little bit about it. So I've been in the business for, uh, you know, when I say 40 years, I try not to put a number on that. So I just keep it at 40. Um and I've done everything. I've worked in business as a lighting director, designer. That's how I started out in the business way back in the 80s. And I've grew into that to working with, you know, artists on tour. You get to work with tour managers. Some of them you don't like and some of them become your friends. The ones that I, that I didn't like, I always told myself one day, God, when I get a little beyond, more into the business, I want to become a tour manager. Well, those days came. I was tour manager, and uh, in the midst of all that, you know, working in different parts of the industry, I was also booking artists as well. I was helping my friends with their careers. I was taking musicians from one band and putting in them in another band, in, you know, growing up as a kid. And those guys now, when I run into them, they tell these stories about me pulling them out of one band and sticking them in another band. And and now their careers took off because of how I helped. And, you know, through COVID, well, you know, COVID was one of those things we all know where the world stopped. It just, everything yep. went blank. Uh, in the music industry, everything was like a light shut off uh, for all of us. I was ready to go out and do a tour. And uh, it was like, when you jump on a roller coaster and you're going up and you know that there's that, that next dive and you're holding on, uh, but you know, it's going to be a long, amazing, crazy ride. Well, mm -hmm. that was the tour that was about to go on. It was going to be this long, amazing tour, but it, when it fell, it fell straight down and, and 62 shows went like literally bye-bye within four days. And Wow. Uh, we all didn't know what to do. So then coming out of this whole COVID thing, uh, and I moved from California to Nevada, and I just sat going, God, what am I going to do next, you know, with my career? And I wanted I, – I still produce a show called Nashville Stars Live that plays casinos. It does extremely well. It's a tribute to today's country artists. They look, walk, talk and act just like the real country artists because they're tribute artists. But it took me over four, well, it took me two years to create a show, find the right people and implement it and make it happen. And uh, it, extremely successful. Uh, but I wanted more out of that. And when you create a show like that, you're trying to find a booking agent. You're trying to find an agent that'll see what you're doing. They go, oh, I love this. It's going to make a lot of money. We're going to go do that. And I did find somebody, but they didn't, implement it correctly to make it um, as many shows as they offered and promised in the contract. So I decided this year to create my own booking agency because I know how to do it. I've had many years of success doing it. 
And, you know, in, in, in anything that you create, you have your ups and downs. Um, but I have great relationships in Nevada and a lot of other places. So I put it together about four months ago. In four and a half months, I have 32 artists on my roster because uh, a lot of my friends found out that I was doing it, and they all kind of jumped aboard and said, help me. And uh, it's amazing the the love and the respect that has came towards me with my friends because um, I've built great relationships with people. So, um, But I, I love to help people. So if I see a good guitar player or a great singer or somebody that I just go, wow, uh, you know, what an, an amazing, talented person. And I'll talk to them about their career and they'll say, I'm struggling like everybody is, you know, and I'll say, well, let's, let's see what we can do to work together. And either I'll put them in a project that'll make money and help their career, or I'll see what I can do on the flip side, you know, and uh, that's what this is kind of about, just helping people and, um, putting people inside casinos and events and creating festivals. Right now I'm creating three festivals by the end of the year. Um, and uh, I just got a text about two days ago that there's a huge festival grounds here in Las Vegas that all the big festivals play. Um, and I was offered it about, uh, about last year, for all, but it cost a lot of money to put in a festival there. Well, it was just offered to me for less than half the price because the people that I was talking to, they said, we want a country music festival here. We want you to do this, but, and we'll give it to you for this price, and we'll, let's make it happen. And, um, but that's how God works. I think God, and I believe in God, I believe in all those things, that God puts you in the right place at the right time to make things happen uh, for just not yourself, but for everybody around. Um, and if people believe you because you believe in yourself, those things can happen. And, uh, you, know, it, you know, it's like, it's like living the dream. If you live the dream and you believe the dream and you manifest the dream in your mind, you can do anything mm-hmm. in life, you know. Absolutely. So, can we manifest um, so the, Joe Biden out of office? <laughs> you know, I – I've been working on that since he got in, you know, I, I tell everybody, I'm like, my president is actually on vacation uh, until 2024. <laughs> and, and the puppet that is in there is just, uh, there's a lot of puppet masters playing with a puppet, you know, I think it's a thumb puppet. I don't think it's a real puppet. I think it's a thumb puppet. Um, uh, <laughs> so uh, he He's here, and he was here in Nevada, and it's funny. As soon as he came here, they shut down, like, all the streets. And I was like – and I go, what's going on? They go, the president's here. I go, no, he isn't. He's in Mar-a-Lago. I'm like, who's here? <laughs> they go, the, the president. And I go, no, once again, he's in Mar-a-Lago. Who's that again? And I was like, you know, that guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's like when you randomly text me the other day and you said Brandon's here, and I'm like – who the hell is Brandon? Like, I didn't know what you were talking yeah. about. And like, yeah. <laughs> and you didn't it. get it. I go, and I'm like, you know, go Brandon, you know? And, you're, and then you got it. You go, oh, and I go, sorry, bad joke. You know, uh, <laughs> he is a bad joke, though, so, you know. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, and then some. I mean, our country needs uh, change so badly, and let's hope that this happens soon, because God forbid if anything happens to Joe Biden, then we've got 
uh, giggle puss in office, we're screwed even more than we that, are now. That I giggle puss is a name my dad gave her. <laughs> I, I can't even say what I call her. I'm not allowed. If it, it, it might be a podcast, but I know I'd be either bleeped or it'd be pulled out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not censored. We're okay. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, we're all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we d- we need to change, and so what do you think about I th- this I, whole I, thing? I, What's I that? Think, Go ahead. The, deal. The, 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 the gentleman, and I can't think of his name, who just became, who when we got Pelosi out, Pelosi out, um, what's his name, the guy uh, that has the gamble. Isn't it McCarthy or something? McCarthy. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I like McCarthy. I like McCarthy because – as soon as he got in there, within seconds he started cleaning the house, and all the Democrats went, uh-oh. And I was like, oh, nice. I, I, I like this. And I think, you know, I mean, not everybody's perfect, and not everybody is a saint and an angel, especially in that world. Um, but I know he's going to do right because if he does wrong, we're going to look at him like Pelosi, you know, and we don't need that. And uh my views on that whole Pelosi thing, she's corrupt, she's evil, she's the devil with horns, and uh, Governor Newsom, who's related to her, I just saw a thing, and I said it to you, where they said that he went to Washington, mm-hmm. you know, have a meeting, but they, he didn't have a meeting with Biden and, and Carmela, Carmela, whatever. Uh, he had another meeting, and the meeting supposedly went down is that he's going to run for president. And am I and I'm watching this and I'm like, wait a second. If you really look at California, what he's done to California, no, uh, awful. he he's going to do the same to the U.S. So there's and and they say in the interview that I saw that it's going to be again. We don't have as many votes as we put in. He's still going to win. There's not a chance because he's destroyed California. I'd put him up on that podium myself and say. I dare you to open your mouth because there's nothing that comes out is going to be inc- it's going to be correct and you haven't done anything successful. So and I got to meet that dude. I got to meet that guy. Um, uh, and is he as pompous as he looks? You know, the goons around him are probably more scary than he is. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, he he's an actor. He's a great actor. He when he walks in, it's like the room literally turns to him and I was one of maybe a few that were like ready to go after him. And I had a buddy of mine that was literally holding me back from not touching him, but literally giving him some serious American lip service, basically where I was just going to like, you know, say what was on my mind. And I did. And yeah, (laughs) not you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And my buddy was holding me back. He's like, dude, uh, you know, is it Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan? And I go, what? And he goes, you're not supposed to sit. We're at his event. And I go, even better that we're his, uh, we're at his event. <laughs> so uh, I don't think I'm ever allowed to get, walk into another uh, wine event because he owns a wine company in California. <laughs> so I was invited to uh, a wine event uh, that he is company uh was hosting, and yeah, I, I know, and I knew who it was when I walked in. I knew, I knew the company. I knew what, who was going to be there. 
And I was like, well, there's only two things that are going to happen to me. One, I'm going to get arrested for my mouth or uh, I'm going to be asked to leave. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't asked you to leave. You were asked to I, leave? Uh, no, I, I was asked to to um, not be within 100 feet of him. And if I could go <laughs> be on the other side. <laughs> but I was not allowed close after I said what I said to him, basically. So it was one of those moments where, you know, my buddy's looking over the corner and he's looking at me going, he's just shaking his head going, what did I tell you when we walked in? I said, well, I said, you just told me not to cause any shit. And I'm like, I didn't cause shit. I said, he just got a little too close to me and my trip came out. <laughs> so, you know, my, my, my moment that I had a Tourette, it just, happened and I had to apologize, <laughs> apologize and say sorry I didn't take my medication for my Tourette <laughs> at that moment <laughs> so it was uh, you know I, I don't like people like that like we all don't and I think if if a person like that with power because of his aunt uh, that is that gave him power guys like that will destroy our world we already have that problem as it is in a presidency to have more guys like that. And there are more guys we don't even know about that are like that, that are, that are in that circle. And I think the circle is being exposed by uh, us, by the Republicans. I think the Republicans are going to expose more. Um, And uh, there's a lot of evil out there. There really honestly is. It scares me like it scares all of us, you know, I think the ones that are, the ones that are patriots, that are Americans, I think we have our eyes wide open and we see it and, you know, half of us, you know, sit there and we try to think, like, how can we fix it? You know, how can we as people fix it? Some people say, well, if you vote, you can fix it. Well, voting's fixed, however you want to put it. It is fixed, but if we call it out as a unity, uh, as 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 people who we are and that, you know, the government works for us. We don't work for the government. Exactly. And we should be the ones that have the ones that say, you know, who is in office and who isn't. I, 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 said, I said this to one of my friends a couple of days ago. I said, I think I even talked to you about it. I said, mm-hmm. there should be a law put into effect as a president that if a president reaches mm, 70, uh, that he can no longer – be president or he can run his he can run his uh his presidency up until then but he cannot be reelected after that because of uh I think that when you get to a certain age that you you just shouldn't you don't know what the future is you don't see the future you don't look you don't look at what can happen down the road. You look at what you know in the past. Biden, if you look at everything that Biden said back in 1960-whatever till now, he doesn't believe his own shit that he said 60 years ago. You know, he goes, I right, yeah. And, and then, mm-hmm. we put, then we push replay and we go, well, you said it right there. Oh, um, yeah, okay, yeah, I said it then, but I don't remember it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you uh, dysfunctional human. Uh, yes, you did say that, you know. Um, and I look at all that now and I go, God, how did that guy go from 1960-whatever till now and become the president? Well, Obama. I think Obama 
and the, and the Clintons pushed his pushed enough buttons to get his tail in there and mm-hmm. did it. And um, I think we could go more into that, but I mean, it's he's a puppet. We know it. You know, when he talks, we all kind of have that you know that RCA dog with their heads cocked a little bit and with their eye up. Yeah, kind of that's it. And we go, what did he just say? You know, what, what, you know, it's funny yeah. we, the Democrats attacked Trump because maybe he was a very loud spoken person, uh, man, but he was a businessman. He was a smart, he's a smart businessman. And yeah. when he maybe had a Tourette moment, as we might call it, where he just <laughs> went after somebody, but yeah. it was, but you want to tell him everything he did was perfect. He did it because he didn't like CNN. He didn't like Fox. He didn't like any of those guys because they were just paid off people. When mm-hmm. Biden does it, he looks like a senior citizen with dementia, where he just doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know what he's saying. You know, he's, he's either has somebody in his ear talking to him or he's reading a teleprompter that he can't read, you know. And, exactly. And I look at that and I look at that and I go, how? <laughs> how does that happen? I don't know. You know, you have your own conversation in your own brain, like, how does that happen? Like, and how yeah. can we get it out now before it reaches the next two years? So, uh, um, it's scary times, my friend. That's all I can say. And what, what do you think about DeSantis? Love him. I love yeah, DeSantis I do too. because I, and they're attacking him right now. I mean, uh, the Democrats are attacking Trump's him. Trump's like attacking crazy. him too. Trump's been attacking well, it too, and that's not good for our Republican Party. It, that has to it's, stop. It's, it, and it's not, and I agree with you, but I like him. I like what he did when it was COVID. I love that he stood by Florida. He stood by a lot of mm-hmm. things, and he didn't back down. And he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a, uh, a negative. There's no negative that comes out of that man's mouth. He says what he says. He backs up what he says. He stands his ground to people. He does what he says, yeah. He does what he says, yeah. And the, here's my views on this whole thing. I think what's happening is they don't want him running for president. So they're kind of – they're trying to smear him a little bit. And, yeah, Trump needs to relax a little bit. But I have a feeling mm-hmm. in my head that Trump's going to run, of course, for president. I think that he'll win, and I think and feel – that he's going to ask DeSantis to be his vice president. If that happens, I would tell every Dem to run for cover because to have that as a vice president and to have that as a president, uh, it's going to be brutal, and and they're going to go clean house. Not that house isn't being cleaned right now, but it's going to be even more. And, you know, because I don't see a vice president out there. If you really look and say if Trump's going to win, who would be president? You know, there's nobody out there mm-hmm. that you go, well, that would be a, that would be a good fit. You know, I mean, Christ, I'll run yeah. for vice president. I'll look at him and go, hey, <laughs> <laughs> no one knows me, you know, but hey, <laughs> I'm a good backup. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, go for the law, the golf for the tall, tall guy with long hair and tattoos. Who's going to piss this one off? No one. There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I like him. I do. I don't think there's anybody else out there that I like. Um, and you know, they're going to, they're smearing him right now. They're, they're trying to make him look bad, but he, so, so that happens, you know, uh, they, they smeared Trump 
a thousand times. But guess what? People love Trump. I mean, when he was here in Nevada, he should he should have saw the line. It looked like a concert festival. It was massive. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, the people that love was, him are true blue. They they love him. Oh my God. Yeah, they they love him to death. Uh, and I think if DeSantis and Trump become that power, we won't have a problem with Russia. We won't have a problem with anything. We'll have, we'll get our pipelines back in, from Canada to the U.S. Our gas prices will go down, and everything will calm back down. I do feel that. Um, uh, and I told NR, I think, and I tell everybody this, anybody that has cryptocurrency, you know, it's just a flat line right now. I, say, I tell everybody, hold on to it. When 24 hits, we get a Republican president there. I said, those things are going to soar like crazy. I said, everything's being held down right now that we're not supposed to touch. Uh, we're not allowed right. to touch. We're not allowed to talk about it. You know, I said, we get a, we get Trump back in there. It's all going to go back the way it was when he was uh, president, you know. So um, yeah. his relation with Russia and China and all that that oh he was God. working on. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it, right now, this whole thing with Russia and China is scary as shit. It scares the hell out of me. I have a friend yeah. that was a Navy SEAL many years ago. He said to me, Mark my words, in about 20 years, and this is like 20 years ago, he said, China is coming. They will be here. Mm-hmm. And it's really scary that it's starting to happen. I see what he was talking about. And I'm like, oh, my God. So we definitely need someone in there that works well with them, and we know who that is. I mean, it's, he did it before. So um, we have to see what's coming down the pike. You know, you never know. So, anyways, we are getting ready to run out of time. So I have to wrap this show up. And I absolutely loved having you on. And you did tell me you'd come back. I would love to come back. Yeah, I would we have love some to. I would love to hear what. Yeah, I would love to hear what people think and uh, get their views on what we talked about. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, we'll I would love to hear everybody's views. We'll do. Well, next show we do. I'm going to advertise it like two weeks ahead of time and let people know that we want them to call in and chat with us. It's a lot of fun to have callers. I love having my yeah. callers. That would it's be great. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jonathan, can, thank you we, so much. Oh, thank you. I'm still sweating, by the way, just to let you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you so- but thank you so much for this uh, just chance. I think it's amazing, great, and uh, you're an amazing uh, lady. You are uh, just thank so you. amazing in so many ways, and I and I appreciate you as a friend, and I also appreciate you allowing me to uh, talk and speak and uh, and and uh, have the world listen to me and all your uh, all your all the people that listen to you. Uh, just uh, have a blessed day and have a uh, successful life. Uh, out there. Absolutely. Jonathan, thank you. I will talk to you real soon. Okay. Awesome. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. You too. Bye. Everyone, that was Jonathan Martin. What a great show. That was so much fun. And you know what? I want to take us out um, with a song called Awake, and it's very appropriate for Love, Liberty, and Lip Gloss. I like to play it as much as I can. And it's Uh, written and sung by my friend Charles J. Jones. He's been on a couple of my shows. I think a lot of you know who he is. Anyways, let's take this out. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We love you all across the globe. 
Thank you so much. Here's Awake by Charles J. Jones. Are you awake yet? Has it finally dawned on you? Do you see the world for what it is and the reality that it's turning into? Are you awake yet? Have your eyes unseen the light? Do you feel the anger deep within when you realize and discover all the lies? Are you awake yet? Don't you see how we're being played? The more we stay divided, then the more that day I'll have the game. Are you awake yet? To learn and not repeat the past. For the strength of the pack is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack. We must awaken So let's rise and come together Despite all our 